Hi friend, it's 2020. If you're anything like me, this year has been hard. Have you had days that feel confusing, disappointing, or just totally overwhelming? Especially in times like these, and really no matter what life stage you're currently in, do you find yourself looking for something real? Do you ever stay up late at night wondering if there's more to this world than the chaos in your social media feed? Maybe like me, you wonder about things like restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. And truth, I am on an imperfect journey of pursuing Jesus Christ and what it looks like to find those things in a relationship with Him. It's a journey I committed to years ago when I dedicated my life to following Christ, and it's a journey I invite friends to explore with me, even if, and honestly, especially if you're just not so sure about Jesus. So for those who are wandering, wondering, skeptical, or just need some encouragement, we all need encouragement these days, don't we? This podcast is for you. Please come along with me as we journey together towards finding something real. Welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast. This is your host, Janelle Wood. and I'm so glad you're listening today, friend. It is August 2020, (laughs) and I cannot believe we're this far into what has been, for most of us, a pretty crazy, uh, just not what we expected kind of year. And uh, it feels good to be into August. I I took some time off uh, during the month of July, um, which... You may or may not have realized, hopefully you didn't realize it, but the month of July has become a very special time for my family. Um, We try to get away and uh, unplug from a lot of different things and just be intentional um, with the time off that my husband has. So during the month of July this year, uh, despite uh, all the things going on in the world and the chaos and fear from the pandemic and different things happening in the news, we decided to still get away. And I'm so glad we did. Um, It was a little more anxiety producing than normal, but um, we had a good time as a family and it was really hard to come back, if I'm being honest. Um, I think just getting away and doing something that we even though it was modified, obviously, because of face masks and hand sanitizer and different places you can and can't go. Um, it felt kind of normal, you know. It, July has become our month as a family to do that. So we were able to have a time that that was so special. And so then to come away from this time of rest and, um, you know, modified vacation to real life, including knowing now that our beautiful exchange daughter from Sweden um, that we've been connecting with over the past few months, that she officially will not be able to come this coming year. It was kind of up in the air until um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, So that was pretty sad. And then (laughs) um, just all the things in the news, I try not to read too much of it, but I want to stay informed. So then I read some things and I always regret it. Um, So that's heavy. Then I also, um, 
you know, ended an elimination diet that I've been doing for months and my body kind of revolted against some of my newfound freedom, <laughs> right? So uh, wasn't feeling great uh, coming home and then um, finding out that, yes, we will be doing online school for the foreseeable future. And I love my children. I love them so much. But I have discovered that I do not believe I am the best homeschooling mom. And so all of that combined um, with the end of July, I have to say, like, came back not feeling super encouraged or excited about the rest of this year and kind of feeling down in the dumps. Um, and I'm sharing this with you because I, I hope that it, uh, number one, I think there's probably somebody listening right now who can relate. <laughs> um, maybe you're not a mom, but maybe you can understand what it feels like to be kind of discouraged by reality right now. Or, um, and or, I, I feel like God's shown me some things in the last few days that I really want to encourage you with. In fact, I, um, I have this great podcast already recorded. In fact, I recorded it uh, at the beginning of July. So right before we, you know, took our time off, I sat down with an amazing, um, person. I can't wait to share his podcast episode with you. I think it's going to be two parts. Um, it's a long conversation, but it's so good. And we talked about not only joy, but we transitioned into, some other things, which I will talk about here in a second. So um, I can't wait to share that podcast episode with you. And I could have shared it this week. Um, in case you don't realize it, I'm flying solo right now. God's been doing a work on my heart, uh, telling me to kind of pause, um, not pause the podcast, but to kind of pause all the pressure and frustration and discouragement and to give it to him. So a few uh, days ago, my husband, he said, how can I pray for you today? And <laughs> we do this every morning. We read the Bible together. We try to do this every morning. We read the Bible together and we pray together. And I just said, I feel discouraged. I feel um, all this pressure to do better and I'm not doing better. I just, I feel like really um, stagnant and um, yeah, I, I don't know why. I just do. And so my husband prayed for me and I just felt this crazy thought. I had this crazy thought. I don't have to do it. I can let go of this. I can let go of all this pressure. I don't have to carry tomorrow. And it brought me back to um, scripture. And I wanted to share this with you. I hope that if you're sitting there listening to this or walking around um, listening to this, whatever, wherever this finds you driving, I hope you realize that you're not alone, that other people feel uh, these things too. And especially right now, I feel like uh, it's a big thing. We, we're, some of us are really struggling and it can be a kind of a day-to-day -day kind of thing. And it brought me to scripture in Matthew uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's the New International Version. 
But I love um, what Eugene Peterson wrote in his interpretation, which is called The Message. Um, So the same words of Jesus, but reinterpreted for um, a modern audience. And I, I think that this really resonates with me today. So are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company, keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I love that interpretation and I've just been kind of meditating on this idea of letting go lately and thinking about what I'm thinking about, to quote uh, Kim Morez, uh, who shared that on the podcast back in May. Um, So, friend, I have some things that have been helping me, and I thought what I would do today, instead of interviewing a guest and sharing that with you and starting things up, is I would wrap up season two of the Finding Something Real podcast. I would share some things that have been helping me to learn the unforced rhythms of grace. And like I said, it's a struggle. (laughs) I went through a whole week (laughs) of being like, oh, I'm just going to wallow for a while. But I want to share some things that have been helping me before that and now. And then I'm going to pivot and share with you about season three and why I'm so excited about it. So Hopefully this adds some value to you today. The first thing that has been helping me um, both before I kind of went inwards last week and also today and um, just as I continue to um, think about the future is surrender. And I think that's where that crazy thought came from. Like I don't have to do any of this, I can surrender it to the Lord. Um, that is really what the Christian walk is all about. It's sacrifice and surrender. It's letting go and letting God take it over. And I know I've shared this before, but something that my children and I will do sometimes is we will pray together and I will um, talk with them about the burdens that they're carrying, the things that they're worried about. I'll ask them, what are you worried about? What are the things that you've been holding on to that were never yours to hold on to? And frankly, as I'm leading my children through this exercise, I'm learning from it as well, right? It's a reminder to me. And even as I am telling you this, it's helping me to remember it, right? So number one is surrender. It's been to let go and to realize, okay, when I'm stressed, when I feel tension, when I feel fear, what are the things that I'm holding on to that were never mine to carry? Um, and you may think, well, I have to carry this, right? Like maybe you're going back to school or starting school and you're not sure what's going to happen. Or maybe you're going to be homeschooling your kids and you never signed up for that or whatever it is that you are currently involved in right now. And it feels uncertain, but the truth is none of us know tomorrow. None of us can see ahead, right? And so we have to trust in a We don't have to, but we get to, we get to trust in a God who loves us and holds tomorrow in his hands. And so, um, 
I love what Gracie Horner said. She said, you won't, and I'll misquote her. I'm sorry, Gracie. But I think she said something along the lines of, you won't trust somebody that you don't know, right? And so how do you surrender somebody to somebody you don't know? Well, like the end of uh, the Bible, there's this part that talks about, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Um, and I envision Jesus knocking at each of our hearts and saying, you know, let me in, allow me um, to come on, like take over these areas of your life that you're holding on to so tightly. And so um, I just want to encourage you to surrender, even if you don't know the Lord, like that is, that is following Jesus. It's letting go and saying, I, I need you. I can't do this on my own anymore. It's an everyday, Jesus, I need you. Help me, please help me. And I have prayed that prayer so many times. And you know what? He is faithful. He is faithful to teach the unforced rhythms of grace, um, to give us a, a burden that he carries with us, you know, uh, whatever it is that we're carrying, he comes and he helps us, right? And so... Um, I love that. I love that reminder. And so I've been reminded of that lately. Um, the other thing that really helps me, so this is number two, is gratitude. Um, I spent a lot of time in my life not being a very grateful person, just comparing all the time. And if you struggle with comparison, as I have and still do occasionally, occasionally let's be honest, I still I still struggle in that area. Um, the antidote to comparison for me has been gratitude and saying, thank you, God. Thank you for a dirty house because it means that people live here and are fully alive, right? All these different things. So if you're, if you've made a list of things that aren't going right in your life, things that are frustrating, usually there is some way to turn that around to gratitude in some capacity, because there's always something to be thankful for, even in the hardest of circumstances. Um, so I, I know that there might be somebody listening who's going through some real tragedy and I know you can't thank God for that, right? But you can, uh, still look for things to be thankful for, even in the midst of horrendous circumstances. Um, and that for me has helped pull me through some, helped pull me through some really hard times, Um, So I just want to encourage you with that. And what sometimes I'll do with my kids, I don't know if I've shared this before. (laughs) This is my parenting hack. Um, It's when they're whining and complaining, which I don't know about you, but I whine and complain to God a lot. (laughs) And so when I tell my kids this, it's very convicting. But I'll say to them, if you don't stop whining and complaining, I will make you list off five or ten wahoos and say thank you for them. And wahoos are just the things that they're thankful for. And normally they'll keep whining and complaining because they're fixated on that, which I understand because I get fixated on my issues too and the things I'm irritated about. And uh, I will make them say, okay, you need to list off your things. And so they'll say, I'm thankful for my family. Wahoo. And by the time they're all done listing off a bunch of different things, it's lighter, right? Because they've recognized that the wahoo that I'm excited about how I'm living. Like there's something about that wahoo at the end, it starts to feel like a real wahoo. And I think that there is something there to be learned for us as adults 
or young adults or wherever you're at in life that um, when we look for the silver linings, when we look for the things that God has given us, you know, none of us deserve anything, really. And so when we look for the things that he has blessed us with, um, and I think Crystal Wall shared that a couple weeks ago on the podcast, you know, to look for um, what he's done. And if tomorrow you only got what you had thanked God for, you know, what would that look like? And so I don't think we can ever run out of things to thank God for. And um, I know my wahoo meter (laughs) changes when I actually practice that. So that's number two. Number three for me, um, and this is something that I'm slowly learning, and it's something that's been evolving during the time of COVID, is movement. I know that I need to move my body, that if I lay around and put my feet up all day, I am going to feel sluggish and tired and exhausted, and I don't want to get up. And I know there's some people who can't even imagine that. Uh, you know, you got to go, 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 go. It's amazing. For me, physically, I am not that person. I could probably lounge around all day, every day if I wanted to. Like, naturally, my energy level is not that high, which, you know, I don't have a lot of pride in saying that, but it's just true. That's who I am. I definitely am more headspace, hammock, uh, you know, feet up kind of person, Netflix, than I am go for a run. Naturally, just that's not my thing. Also, I I can't compare with other people, right? Because if I do, I just start to wallow in. I can't do that. I can't run a marathon. I can't, you know, even run a mile, really. I have thyroid problems. And so my body naturally like revolts when I do cardio uh, most of the time. So I have to figure out what works for me. And my encouragement to you is that you find out what works for you with your body. Um, for me, I do a, a, a very modified version of yoga. I I went to my friend Michelle uh, Tupin's holy yoga class uh, a few years ago, and I did it enough times that I've learned some things that I can do. Um, I've even led some people, which is so funny because I really have no um, stretching abilities. I, I cannot touch my toes. Um, I, I mean, I, I can if I, you know, bend my legs. But uh, anyway, um, but I, <laughs> I find so much joy in turning on some worship music and just doing like 20 minutes of stretching. And as I'm doing that, I feel like I'm worshiping the Lord because the music is worship music. It's stuff that I enjoy. I'm slowly stretching my body and it just feels good. And it helps me just get moving. I've been trying to get more steps in. I got one of these, um, you know, knockoff Fitbits. So I, I know if I'm moving and I also purchased and I'm really excited about this. Uh, it wasn't that expensive. Um, I I bought this under the table like cycler thing, and so it's like a little bike pedal, and you can just work out as you're sitting at your desk. So if uh, you know that's you, if you feel like oh, I'm not moving and I feel lethargic, I was watching this documentary on Amazon the other day, and they were saying you know it 
when you get into motion, like you have more energy and it's true. Um, I just want to encourage you move, you know, move your body, do something that you enjoy. I also have a punching bag. My husband bought that for me in April for my birthday. Right? It's good to have an outlet for those things. So, um, I just want to encourage you to move your body if you're, especially if you're feeling down. The other thing, diet, um, that has made a huge difference in my life, uh, cutting out a lot of processed foods and sugars and being really mindful of what I'm putting into my body as fuel. I get really excited about what I'm eating nowadays. Um, (laughs) in fact, I think I posted on my Instagram stories, like my smoothie, um, ingredients and, I just, I love it. I love like thinking of food as medicine. I've been putting zinc and uh, different vitamins and probiotics and different things into my, um, into my smoothies. And then I try to, you know, balance fats and proteins and a real small amount of carbs for my meals. And that just fuels me and it gets me excited about what I'm putting in to, um, you know, this tool that is the body God's given me here on earth. So just want to encourage you that way. I'm not a nutritionist. My friend Melanie is, she's been on the podcast before. Um, I know some great people. I'm seeing a great naturopath, but my recommendation for you is if you're feeling down or discouraged, look at the food that you're using to fuel your body. I know for me, I still have chocolate, which Thank you, Jesus. Chocolate is a gift. But I, I know that I can't have a lot of it, right? So I have to be really mindful of that. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share that because it's helping me. Number four has been getting out into nature. And I know I've shared this on Instagram. Um, I think I've shared it here, but I'm not much of a nature person uh, naturally. I mean, I think <laughs> maybe that's an oxymoron think there's a lot of people who love nature, including most of the people who live where we live, which is probably, arguably, one of the most beautiful areas of the United States. I mean, we live in Chelan, Washington. It's gorgeous. There's hiking trails. There's blue crystal water. There is, you know, just a plethora of natural beauty and majesty around us. And I would prefer being inside air-conditioned um, you know, looking at a cityscape, right? <laughs> like, let's go to a coffee shop. Let's not go for a walk where there might be like bugs and snakes and all those things. So that's me. Um, <laughs> but I find that when I, and, and it really does feel like forcing sometimes, force myself to get outside and be in nature. There's something about the fresh air, the vitamin D, the just touching things, uh, the ground or the trees or the flowers, whatever it is, there's something that grounds me and feels very life-giving. Um, even if I only do that, you know, 20 minutes a day, whatever, even if I go and just sit outside and do, you know, read a book or have a quiet time outside, it helps a lot to be outside appreciating what God has created. So, um, just want to encourage you with that. Number five, I have two more, ambiance. So I'm, I'm all about this. When I was um, in uh, the Netherlands last year visiting um, my beautiful Dutch daughter and her family, um, one of the things that was so awesome was 
uh, Lika, um, her mom, so Lika is our Dutch daughter, she, um, our exchange daughter, if you don't listen to this podcast, I guess that would be confusing. Um, but our, um, our Dutch exchange daughter, um, her mom, we were staying at her place and in the evening she would turn down the lights. She would turn on some twinkle lights. I think she lit a candle. She had music. If I remember right. Um, she just created this atmosphere of beauty in her own home. And I think that sometimes we don't realize how much our environment that that created space around us impacts us. Um, I remember watching Oprah years ago and, you know, uh, take Oprah with a grain of salt. But I loved what she or her guest said because it was this idea of the way that our space looks is a reflection of how we feel inside. And um, a lot of times that's true. I, I look at how messy my house is and I feel messy inside. And so sometimes I just have to clean up or redecorate or just move things around. It was so funny. My daughter, she's eight years old and she has inherited my mother's love for redecorating. And so, so right before we left in July, um, she and my son were like, let's, you know, um, reorganize and redecorate the pretty room, you know, our living room. And so we re- we moved a bunch of stuff it just feels different. It feels good and clean and it creates this ambiance of, uh, you know, this is our family space and there's a feeling attached to it for us. So, um, if you walk into your space and it feels cold or like a place you don't want to be, um, my encouragement to you is to take some time and, um, cultivate a space that you love or that you feel good. in, even if you, you can't afford, a lot of things. Maybe you're a college student or a young married or, you know, you're on a really tight budget, whatever it is, whatever, you know, walk of life you're in. Um, but a lot of times I will buy things at garage sales. In fact, I would say that 50%, at least 50% of my furniture upstairs is either clearance or <laughs> garage sale finds. Um, I love that. I love finding treasures And it feels good to get a bargain. So you might be saying, well, how do you go to a garage sale right now? And it's difficult. You know, there are people who are doing garage sales and you wear a mask and it's, it's different. I've gone to a few, but, um, a lot of people are getting rid of stuff online too. So just, you know, look, if you are like, man, um, I do, I want to create a space that I feel good in, or I love, you know, being in, um, that's a really good place to start. So uh, that's uh, number five. And number six, um, this is just, I'll I'll call it time management. And this is my encouragement to you. Um, Just (laughs) going back to what Kim said, think about what you're thinking about. What are you filling your mind with? Um, I have four beautiful children um, who as I've already established, sometimes I'm like 24 <laughs> seven, I'm losing my mind. But if I think of, man, I really want to create um, special moments with my kids. I know 24 uh, seven being, you know, perfect mama ain't going to happen. But if I can think, all right, let me devote one hour to doing something that they just love or that we love doing together or, you know, reading a book 
um, and this is aside from having kids, just the things that fill your mind, that fill your time, um, be intentional with those things. You know, if you're not spending time with your loved ones right now, think about how can you spend time with them, even if it's over Zoom or um, or if it's just one on one on one or, um, you know, if it's writing a letter. Man, I don't know about you, but I love to get uh, letters in the mail, right? It, there's just something special about somebody taking the time to do that. And it's kind of a lost art. And right now it's a beautiful time to pause and think of the people in your life that you're grateful for and to reach out to them. Um, and I shared this last week um, when I was doing my Instagram live recap of uh, the podcast. But, um, you know, if we want friends, we have to be friends. <laughs> and sometimes when we're feeling down, it's really hard to do that. Um, but to think about somebody who might be struggling or going through a hard time and um, just intentionally reaching out to them, that uh, is a great use of time management or finding a book that really like the author just like any good book uh, is able to articulate something that you've been feeling that you didn't know that you were feeling, right? Um, so anyway, I just want to encourage you. I just started reading Jenny Allen's book, Get Out of Your Head. Um, and I'm very excited about that because the first uh, page or two, I was just like, uh, how did she get in my head? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, um, and I know that I've uh, definitely shared some other books that I love. Crazy Love by Francis Chan uh, is one. Um, John Mark Comer's book, um, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, uh, is a book that I recently finished that I've just loved uh, for various reasons. So anyway, um, those are the things that are helping me. Ultimately, it starts with surrender and coming to Jesus. Um, but uh, those are practical things that help me. Yeah, and just allowing grace in the midst of all of that, because none of us are perfect these unforced rhythms of grace we need to learn. And so I, yeah, I'm wearing this shirt that says permission to breathe on it today. My friend Michelle gave it to me and I gave myself permission to um, share with you today all of that instead of what I was going to share, which is the beginning of season three. Now I want to tell you a little bit about this because it's exciting for me. Um, I started the Clarity 2020 um, series at the beginning of 2020. I planned it in December last year. Um, the podcast is almost a year old, which is crazy. I think it started last year in September. So we're about a month away. And um, what's exciting about that is season one was, I think, three or four months. Um, and we did Ish Identity and Impetus. I loved that series. Um, and then 2020 has been clarity. And every month we've been talking about uh, different things that I struggle with because I thought whoever's listening could probably relate. And, um, you know, the first month we talked about living with encouragement. We went on to living happily ever after. How do you have a strong marriage? Um, living on purpose. Um, I think we talked about, uh, you know, living with laughter, living with the gospel, all these different things. So, uh, that's been super awesome for me, but this month for quite a while has been the month of August. I have thought 
I want to do a series about living with questions, not um, just everyday kind of questions, but hard questions related to faith issues. Maybe, maybe you've had these questions because I went through a season in my life where I definitely questioned my faith. And I know not everybody does that. I've definitely talked with people on this podcast who haven't been through that. Um, but I, I did. And I think that there's a lot of, um, and this bothers me really. Um, there's a lot of shame wrapped up in, uh, questions, questions related to Christianity. And, um, I, when I look at scripture, I see a God who is okay with our questions and a God who meets people where they're at. And I know I've shared about John the Baptist on here before and how he had questions from prison because life wasn't going the way he expected it to. And, um, I've also talked about, or maybe I haven't, you know, Thomas, when he gets a bad rap, he's called Doubting Thomas. Uh, traditionally, <laughs> that's what people say, Doubting Thomas, because after Jesus resurrected, he had to see it for himself. And um, I don't blame Thomas. He he wanted to know, is this for real, you know? And so maybe you're listening and you've either grown up in the church and you've had questions. Maybe you have questions and you've never really articulated them, but you've kind of pushed them away because you're afraid of the answers. Um, I know that was my story, uh, especially in my early twenties. Um, or maybe you are a skeptic or a seeker who has questions and you're not sure if, if uh, this following Jesus thing can actually uh, provide any answers. And but if you are not a believer, or maybe you are in a traditional sense, but you're not sure um, if you really are all in, this series is for you. Um, it's for your friends who are in that place of doubt or questioning. We're going to have some really great conversations with people. I am so, so excited about some of the guests that we have lined up already um, for the next few months. And so anyway, what was going to be just a month of asking questions with people really has evolved into, well, there's a lot of questions out there that I personally have had. And wouldn't it be great to have guests on who have wrestled with these themselves and would share their own stories. And let's take the rest of 2020 to um, just talk with people about those questions. So we're going to be doing a series on questions, hard questions. And I'm super excited because I'm working on a, um, a free, uh, printable that's going to list some of these questions. And, um, I'm very excited to be able to share that with you. Um, hopefully next week I'm still working on it. Um, that's part of the grace thing. Um, but I'll be sending out an email soon with a link to that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I know, um, I know this is my podcast and it's weird to say it's going to be good, but it's going to be good because, um, I know that when I have these conversations with people, um, it can be life giving. You know what I mean? Like even those, all those conversations that I had with people during the month of July, it was so encouraging for me. And I hope it was encouraging for you too. just, a resounding um, echo of joy and laughter comes from knowing who you are and knowing who you are 
comes from knowing who God is. Um, we're inherently valuable because he loves us because he created us in his image. We are image bearers of, of God. And none of us can say we don't matter. We do. Each one of us does. So anyway, I'm stoked. I'm excited. I just wanted to be honest and real with you and share where we're going. And, um, I'm looking forward to chatting with you some more in the future. So until next time. Thank you, friend, for listening to the Finding Something Real podcast. This is a grace-filled, Christ-centered podcast for those who are wandering, wondering, or simply needing to be encouraged in their faith journeys. I hope you'll come back next week when I'll most likely be sharing a conversation with another guest about their journey towards finding something real. And if you're on Instagram, please come find me. On Fridays, I share Instagram Live podcast recaps at 11.45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you're over there on the gram, you can join me for some fun live awkwardness. (laughs) And finally, if you're someone who was encouraged by today's podcast and you have friends who would benefit from hearing the story shared here, would you go ahead and share? You can do that by hitting subscribe, leaving a review, or sharing a link. You're telling others about this podcast helps bring other people along. And finally, just so you know, if you only remember one thing about this podcast, I hope it is this. No matter who you are or what you've done, Jesus Christ loves you and a real relationship with him is a treasure trove of restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. He's offering that gift to you today. I pray you believe it.